answers on a postcard. What was B.A. Baracus's undergraduate in? When did he get his B.A. from? It's the Renewable Energy Podcast with Dr. Andrew Crossland and David Kirby with MyGrid GB. Welcome, everyone. Episode six of the Renewable Energy Podcast with MyGrid GB. Uh, with me, David Kirby. And me, Andrew Crossland. Hey. hey! One thing that we should say is we've actually actually done some planning for once, which we don't normally do. We should probably also start right at the top by saying a big thank you to our listeners. We passed a bit of a milestone a while back. We're over a thousand listens now across the episode. So thank you so much to everyone that has listened so far. Hope you do keep on listening and, uh, you know, share it amongst your friends and, and things like that to see that people are actually listening to it. If I may, Dave, and, and, and just to reveal to the audience, this is the third time we've tried to record this episode. <laughs> so when you mean planning, you mean we've re-recorded it. Oh, we... um, <laughs> this is it, mate. We are, and, and the reason I say that is we're now at 1,300 listens. We've had <laughs> that many listens in the gap. But 1,000 was such a nice round number. No, I know. 1,354 it's not very round, is it? That's fantastic. Thanks so much, everyone. The the last time you were in Dallas, weren't I you? I was. Yeah, I, I was stuck last week in Dallas, and then I was stuck in Richmond, Virginia, due to various planes getting me stuck. But I, I work over there doing some um, some big solar farms and battery installations. So that was that was an interesting week. I still feel insane amounts of guilt flying. So I've I can assure the listeners I've, I've carbon offset, but uh, yeah, it was a very, very interesting week. And uh, uh, I guess we'll talk more about that work on, on other episodes. Carbon offset's an Italian pasta, isn't it? <laughs> carbon offsetti, I think, isn't it? Actually, that's true. Why isn't there like a renewable energy thing called carbonara? That would work, wouldn't it? Some, I haven't thought it through, but... If there ever was Dave's great idea, I think that's carbonara. Next week's Dave's great idea is just going to be, why isn't there an Italian renewable energy podcast called Carbonara? I'm so, I'm so You know when you're laughing so hard, you don't actually make noise. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of glad. I mean, this sounds a bit mean. I'm kind of glad that you were stuck in Dallas, though, because I've been trying to get around the genres recently mm. for this podcast with the music. And I really want to do a country song, so... I'll get a bit more info about what you're actually doing in Dallas. And uh, next week, a country banger is coming your way. Um, um, should we get into the, 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 the I was going to say, meat of the, uh, of, the, uh, of the episode? Oh, let's get into the meat. Yeah, so just, I do want to get into the meat of the episode. Um, but I want to tell you and, and I want to tell the listeners about an email I had from uh, Emma, my partner, her dad i got this email and just a bit of context which is important is emma's from south africa she's south african uh she moved to the uk which is where we met but her, her, her mom and dad still live in in south africa so I get this email and i've met i've met emma's dad a few times on skype calls like this email out of the blue and it's you know hey andrew <laughs> i need to talk to you about something you know <laughs> And did every orifice pucker at that point. The Emma's dad was interested in my life, but I was a little bit worried. And uh, thankfully, thankfully, um, Emma's dad was was uh, was wanting to get solar and battery for his house and was seeking some advice. 
And I say thank you. <laughs> and unclench. Well, I, I, I would say it was more frightening because I, I now feel responsible for the decisions he's made. And the success of this system, because he's, he's ended up buying solar and batteries. Uh, On the yeah. plus side, you don't live in South Africa, otherwise you would have had to do the, the good son-in-law routine and actually install the things for him. That is true. Although when we do go visit, which I hope we will do soon, I, I'm sure I'll be tinkering with it um, and uh, playing about with the settings and hopefully not turning the power off, which is ironically the reason why he's bought it. And I was going to tell you and the listeners, David, about load shedding, which is a, a South African phenomenon. Well, well, it's a bit of a global phenomenon. <laughs> phenomenon. Makes it sound like a pop band. I do, yeah. The, the South African phenomenon. Please welcome to the state load shedding. They don't have enough power stations. They don't have as, as many power stations as they need. So when the country's just running about its its normal business. There, there isn't enough electricity, and they have to, on a on a sort of schedule, switch part of the countries off. And you, you can read about this in advance. So you you know you see in the newspaper, right? Durban's off from seven pm till nine pm. It's Cape Town at nine till twelve. You know, Joburg's off overnight. You know, like so all these the the kind of power goes off in a sequence and. For some people, it's irritating. You know, the, the lights are off. I've got to think about making my tea a bit earlier or, you know, my internet's going to go down or I need to have a backup generator or something. But yeah. in other parts of the country, it's, it's an absolute nightmare. And, and particularly in, like, say, the townships where, you know, you've got, you know, tens of thousands of small businesses that rely on electricity for hairdressers and bars. Kids need the electricity to run light so they can do their homework you know it's it's not not a positive thing at all and it's a it's a consequence really of of uh, you know unfortunately a, a slow investment in in the electricity grid as the country's been growing for emma's dad you know she he's sort of said well okay what, what can i do about it and he's he's able to buy solar and batteries and when the when the grid goes off he runs the house on his solar and his, his batteries which is which is pretty cool it does tell you that how reliant we are on electricity and energy and actually like really protecting these systems for the future is really really important what they're seeing in south africa is they've not built power stations quickly enough in yeah. the uk we've seen a huge shift over to relying on gas to provide our electricity and both those strategies are unsustainable they're failing they're having huge impacts on people and and, and in the uk and we'll we'll hopefully talk about this in a lot more detail at a later episode is bills have risen by 80 percent and yeah. what i start thinking is well we've really got to look at these energy systems they cannot depend on fossil fuels anymore because fossil fuels just aren't dependent and actually the <laughs> uh, the, the old way of building grids doesn't work anymore it's not working in south africa and it, it's not working here either and is that because of the population increases just there's too many people needing it and there just isn't the supply to meet demand yes yeah, specifically in south africa yeah so they've the, the economy's grown which is great but there's also been a, a lack of investment in the grid. And there are uh, numerous reasons for that, which we, we don't need to go into. But they've, they've basically just not built power stations quick enough. And the ones that they've got, are, are, are some of them are, are failing. 
which is which is a you know a real shame. And they've got some really advanced engineering in that country. They've got you know, pumped hydro storage. That's you know huge man-made dams and and reservoirs that help, were designed to help keep the lights on, but they just haven't haven't sustained investment, unfortunately. I was doing a bit of research when we said we were going to do load shedding, and there's some really interesting things. You know, they've made an app for it. Well, I don't think it's an app, but it's like a you know the emergency. Yeah, like like an alert. Gets. Yeah, it's like an emergency alert. Kind of your phone will ping, and then oh, power's going off soon. Better get everything ready. Yeah, that's right, and and I think living. You know, you're, you're sort of scheduling around when the power is going to be on is is a shame for the whole country to be in that. And and it's probably I think it's important to be positive about some of the aspects of what like you know what. So what is South Africa doing to try and address this? And yeah. one of the things that I saw and I got really excited about was they are looking at procuring like an enormous uh, battery to sort of act as a backup so when they really really do need energy they're going to have this big battery that comes online and that's probably three four years away just given how long these these batteries take to to procure at the moment but yeah it's nice to see modern solutions going in and i imagine in my head it's just a massive double air battery right just just like a like a tower like the empire state building sized double air battery yeah that's how it is yeah I'm I'm hoping to get the job of of soldering the little wire on top of the uh, the terminal. <laughs> that's the cream job. That's what everyone wants. That's, You'd be the envy of the town. That's the pinnacle of pinnacle of my career. That would that would be amazing. For for listeners, just for I think for factoid, it's it's uh, it's actually laying on its side, not as a tower, because it's uh, a bit more stable. You know. But then it'll brawl away, won't it? They've not thought it through, have they? Don't put it on. Don't put it on a hill. That'd be my advice. Yeah, but <laughs> Andy's top tips. I, I would say, and one of the, one of the cool things, Dave, that came out of this was you were pretty keen to write a a song and a South African themed song, and I, I know I shared with you some some music that, that Emma 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 was listening to, and and how, how did how did you find it? Tell us about your foray into South African folk music. Yeah, it was fantastic, actually. Yeah, big shout out to Emma for sending me that playlist. I had loads of fun listening to it. One thing that really struck me, and you know, you met, you mentioned a few minutes ago about, you know, being positive and looking forward, which actually really reflected in the music that I found was really interesting, researching South African folk. I was expecting it to be kind of like, you know, maybe English folk, which is quite melancholy and a little bit drab, a little bit dire, but it wasn't. It was the exact opposite. It was, it was gorgeous it was bright it was joyful and the lyrics they are what they are and they're about what they're about and that's fine but the music itself there's a really interesting juxtaposition between the two and it, it's just gorgeous to listen to so that kind of put me on the back foot a little bit because i'm not used to writing songs that sound kind of happy that's really not my uh my my genre but uh yeah i had a go um i don't know how successful it was but i did do a song about load shedding so i reckon we just play it Another day has come our way Maybe it's just gone away Can't tell if the sun's rising or setting Blackouts rain over the plains 
here at home it's much the same And where there's dark there's fury Phones ping so it begins Time to take us off the grid Incapacitated Beauty's free, beaches overrun It's hard to be cynical in the sun Of my load-shedding city Are we powerless? The affluent burn oil for health I guess wealth generates wealth Well, isn't that funny? So we've gone to bed hungry again The stove just an ornament But we don't need your pity Fever breaks and the grounds maintain Just broken pieces in the mosaic Of my load-shedding city Are we powerless? It's my load shedding Dave, that was a wonderful song, and it was so, as you say, it, it South Africa does seem, and you, you kind of talked about this before, it was like how it's such a positive vibe to it. Yeah, it, a weird thing happens with music, and it's quite interesting. What seems to happen is the more successful the history of the country, the more dire the folk music gets. It's a, <laughs> You listen to British folk music, and obviously a history of, you know, empires and success and wealth. And the folk music is all like, everything is rubbish. I hate everything. And then you have the exact opposite of that. Um, and South Africa is a great example. Obviously, historically, it's been through a lot of stuff. And uh, the other example would be the gospel music in America, mm. the African-American gospel music as well. Um, both both of those areas have these histories that are rife with awful events that no human should have ever had to go through but then when you listen to the folk music the cultural roots music that comes from that it's so joyous and bright and and it's fantastic and it's just an absolute joy to listen to it um 
which I just find, I don't really know where I'm going with this, but I find it a really interesting thing that happens with music. It's really refreshing and really interesting to hear you talk about it. And it lends to something that, you know, that Emma always talks about as well, is she's just so passionate about talking so positively about South Africa. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? She is. It's, she's I like, know, and I just... know because I messaged you and said, oh, hey, I want to write a song about South Africa, but I'm a little bit worried, obviously, you know, being a white guy, from the north of England, that maybe I shouldn't be the one to talk about South Africa in in so much detail when I realistically, you know, I don't have a clue what I'm talking about. And so I, I messaged you and said, oh, can you get Emma to like, send me a list of things that, you know, she loves about South Africa and things I can use in the songs. And your response was literally, yeah, it's just like sun and beaches and that, innit? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. Thanks for the yeah. input. No problem, mate. I've, uh, if you need detail, I'm your man. <laughs> now, I would say, Dave, not only do you bring joy to music, you, ha- you also have some great ideas. I think it's time for Dave to save the world. Dave saves the world. All right, let's do it. Let's get into it. Did you like the new intro, by the way? I preferred your last one. You just literally just opened a beer can. <laughs> that was that was our uh, episode six failed attempt part two i think big guess as to why that one failed opening yeah. a beer can halfway through correct uh okay so i, I think i'm onto something here and this is this is a an idea that's not gonna only gonna save the world but it is going to be around forever as a concept so carbon carbon is carbonara. in the air carbonara <laughs> i'm just hungry i'm just hungry Carbonara. No, carbon. (laughs) (laughs) Carbon's in the air, right? Yes. Too much of it. Too much bloody carbon everywhere. That's the biggest problem we've got. All this greenhouse stuff. You know the details. I'm the layman. You know all the details. But carbon, uh, is is it an element? Carbon is is an element, and it's really useful for things like pencils. Your lead in your pencil is actually carbon. Right. This is exactly where I'm going with it, right? Okay. Too much carbon in the air. Carbon can also be used to make diamonds so this is my idea right and i haven't worked out the details of course that's your job but we yeah. take the excess carbon in the atmosphere we pressurize it and we make it into diamonds almost like the opposite of blood diamonds carbon diamonds right yeah right well i mean all diamonds are carbon diamonds but you know what i mean so like the opposite of a blood diamond would be doing something diamond. good for people yeah. and that would that idea would last forever so when kim kardashian's like walking up the catwalk with a giant diamond on everyone would be praising her because it's a low carbon sourced diamond yeah yeah okay. absolutely and we'll okay. replace all the ones in the in the queen's crown she can be our bastion of we're going to replace them oh or, or add more whatever add more no, yeah add we'll more, add more. Well, actually, we do need to we do need to modify the crown jewels because they were modified for Queen Elizabeth to look more feminine. So I, I, I presume they'll modify them again to make them a lot more masculine. Um, what are they going to do? Just add like horns onto it or something? Yeah, but in flames, beef, <laughs> flame horns with yeah. with carbon neutral diamonds. Carbon neutral diamonds. That's we've sorted it. Get in touch with Buckingham Palace. We've sorted it. So if I can summarize your idea, you want to take carbon dioxide out the air turn it into carbon and then use that carbon to make diamonds yeah how are you going to get the carbon dioxide out the air i don't know like a big oeuvre or something 
A giant hoover. Ah, uh, something, <laughs> something with suction. It would be my guess. I mean, you know what? There's something onto my head, which uh, isn't as dramatic as it sounds. They're doing something quite similar to this in Switzerland right now. Nowhere. Yeah, yeah, genuinely. So in the Swiss Alps, uh, they, they've got some fans on top of a building. They're sucking CO2 out the air. You know, whatever you want, a, a sports car or a, or a gas engine or something like that. Are so, you kidding? So no. that's the thing. You can suck carbon out of the air, suck CO2 out the air, turn it into carbon and make it into fuel. So it means you could then technically do that and turn it into diamonds. You could, and, and there's a whole there's a whole emerging field about this around. Well, the, the, yeah, it's quite interesting. So there's a, there's a whole field out there about can we can we take carbon dioxide out of the air, and then if we do, what do we do with it? Um, so take carbon dioxide out of the air, reduce the greenhouse effect, hopefully stop some of these extreme weather events. In Iceland, they're trying to pull carbon dioxide out of the air and just store it underground. Relatively problematic, I think, because. Um, you've got to suck 200 years of carbon dioxide or a large, a huge amount of carbon dioxide out of the air and then safely store it. And they're trying to store it in basalt. Um, and that is very way... much the renewable energy way of, uh, you know, like when you clean your room and you just sweep everything under the rug or, yeah. or shove it under the bed. It's clean. It's clean, mum, I promise. It's the, it's the sweeping under the rug <laughs> approach to climate change. <laughs> We'll try anything at this point. Finland, what have you got? We'll just sweep it under the rug. Do you know what's more extreme than than sweeping it under the rug is buying an entire new carpet because of a stain. And that actually lends to the other approach people are taking, which is people want to plant trees. and, And the idea is the trees grow. And as plants grow, as you know, they suck carbon dioxide out of the air. And you can actually see this. If you look at a CO2 map of the world, uh, yeah, like where the CO two in the in the atmosphere every year it kind of cycles up and down in the northern hemisphere, and that's as trees grow and then molt leaves in the winter. You can sort of almost wow. see this thing. Yeah, it's, NASA have got some great images of this on on the internet. You can see that the carbon dioxide concentration going up and down. So yeah, the idea is the other idea is to plant trees. That shouldn't ever have been something that is a revolutionary idea, really, should it? Like, you know, with all the logging and everything going on around the world, it shouldn't be a revolutionary idea to go, hey, you know what we should probably do? We should probably plant some of these back in. Uh, it, that's correct. I think the, the problem is that we're having, it's not just the trees we're cutting down, it's the billions of years worth of trees that ended up as fossil fuels that, that we need to replace. And I was reading recently that I think the US needs to plant 1.2 trillion new trees to oh. abate some to you know to abate some of the some of the climate change and if they planted 1.2 trillion trees it would only store a third of the co2 we've released over the last 200 years you know that's wow yeah that's <laughs> that is kind of scary numbers you know it's a lot it's a big big number isn't it it's big i'm big in number. favor of sweeping under the rug that's my if i had to pick between those three yeah you go for the middle ground sweep it under the rug sweep it under the rug I like my planting trees. I like my planting trees. So I do a bit of that, a bit of synthetic fuels, and uh, really work on low carbons immediately. And thoughts on maybe using some of the eco fuel plan to make into diamonds? 
I'm sorry, Dave. I don't think that particular aspect. I, I, it all up up to the point where you said, "Let's make diamonds." I was with you, and at that point, I went, "That's not going to save the world. That's just going to make you very bling and Kim Kardashian bling." <laughs> I'm not opposed to that. Okay, given that, my idea was we suck carbon out of the air, we turn it into diamonds, and you said that's not actually a million miles away from science fact. I would say yet again, I am two for two. Dev saves the world. I think given the fact we haven't solved how to turn carbon into diamonds, I think you can do it, but I'm going to give you half a point today, David. (laughs) I would, though, like to just talk about some positive news, some of the excitement to to the world, and we've talked about this before. And, and in our inception of this podcast, we used to talk about ideas in the pub for how we might we, how we might actually save the world, not just producing diamonds. And um, one of the ideas you loved was the idea of an energy island. Uh, yeah, I remember us talking about energy island. This is something Denmark are looking at doing, and that these artificial islands in the North Sea and the Baltic Sea. Um, where they're going to sort of connect a load of offshore wind farms and then on the island is batteries and hydrogen generators and all these exciting things that you can do with renewable energy. Uh, and the idea is to make electricity, send it around the world and also make hydrogen. And I, I think it's a wonderful, wonderful idea. It's a wonderful way of collecting all that renewable energy together and, and sort of consolidating it before you, you move it somewhere else. Is Energy Island actually happening? Because we talked about it a few years ago and it was, it's been like, you know, the wait for Chinese democracy, the, the Guns N' Roses album. It's going to be released now. No, now. No, now. Is it happening? It's on the drawing board, uh. which, which, is, which is pretty good. If only it were to happen, I think it'd be a pretty, pretty neat little idea. There's actually something quite similar. Like all the offshore wind farms have little, they look like oil rigs, but they're not. They're little, you know. Collect- My favourite thing about energy island is the name because it sounds to me like some paradise resort like come on down to energy island yeah uh, yeah it does uh, it does make you think of some kind of caribbean resort doesn't it you know what mate let's just go now let's let's we're not going to talk about it anymore let's go to energy island me and you pack your bags let's go now There's a place called Energy Island that's so fantastic. Collecting all of the wind power, harnessing gusts and breeze. With the aim to make all of Europe fossil fuel free. So come to Energy Island, it's a hip new place. To forget all your cares and worries And save the human race Let's go! You see this man in his hard hat 
Let's say we'll call him Clive. He's pushing all the right buttons to help keep us alive. Good one, Clive. So come to Energy Island. Yes, it's the hip new place. Forget all of your cares and your worries and save the human race. And save the human race. And save the human race. I'm just laughing my head off like, who's Clive? <laughs> well, some cynics may say that I was running out of lyrics for a song about Energy Island. It's just a nice little Easter egg, isn't it? You know, at some point in the future, this is going to be a world-renowned podcast. Energy Island's going to be big news. There's going to be someone called Clive working on Energy Island. And that's for you, Clive. That's for you. Here's a little, there's a little song just for you. You can play it to all your mates. You know, um, we won't get an immediate payoff on it, but somewhere down the line it will. I'm I'm so excited that we've we've turned the great idea of the Energy Island. We've just sort of guaranteed that the first employee must be called Clive. I will sponsor that idea. And why do you sound like Dracula when you're talking? <laughs> I was worried you'd bring up the accent. I, d- I thought, oh, I'll go like halfway between like Paradise Caribbean Island and halfway Denmark. And it turns out when you try and do both of those accents together, it just comes out like Dracula. Who knew? Who, who That's what knew? it comes out as. That is, and I have to say, as a podcast, we've, today we've gone... I've loved talking about South Africa and sharing a bit of that. We've been to Switzerland. We've been to Iceland. We've been to Dallas. We've been to Denmark. We've been to Clive's Energy Island with Dracula. Um, Awesome speaking to you. And if you have enjoyed the podcast, please do share it with uh, your friends. Like The growing audience is really great to see. And if people do want to listen to you, they can find you on Spotify. Dave Kirby, K-I-R. By, uh, which in the rehearsals, I don't know why I, I spelled that spelled that wrong. You, it was it was about five o'clock in the morning, and you were in some hotel room in Dallas, and you were like, "You can listen on Spotify to David Kirby K I K I R K B Y K." I was I was pretty tired at that point. Should we Do end it want, there? Um, yeah. <laughs>